I'm going to be talking to you about you, something that has challenged my heart and something that you've put on my heart recently and something that I think you've actually put on the church's heart recently and it's about changing your heart and see what God can do in you. So the title of my sermon is, I didn't turn it on, it's really embarrassing. The title of my sermon is, Open Your Gateway. What it is, is basically reopening your heart that God can come in, that he's been able to see what you can do in your heart because our hearts can get really hot over the years as we do things and as God can get down in our heart we can feel ashamed and we can feel guilty and we can feel that we're not happy with ourselves anymore but if we don't reopen our hearts and open our gateway to God that he can come in it will just be really hard for him to see what he's doing in our lives and what he can do so my first point is reopen Reopening is basically reopening your heart back up to God so he can come in and that you can receive him and feel You got me? Yeah. Receive uh in him. So basically this this was the hardest process for me because you do have to go back to those times where you've been hurt and where you felt ashamed or where you feel like you're not worthy or you're feeling guilty and to me that was really hard to do, that God challenged my heart and I had to go to a place that I really wasn't comfortable with or a place where I really didn't want to go or, and I even ignored. But God obviously brought something in me so that I could change it for the better and that I could glorify him. It says in Psalm 24, verse 7, Lift up your heads, O gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. I've interpreted that as lift up your heart that your heart may be lifted to the Messiah. O you fragile hearts, that the King of glory may come in. It is amazing when the Lord comes into your heart. Honestly, he can change you for the better. I never thought that the Lord could make me do this. I never thought that the Lord could help me help other people. But it's just about the process of opening your heart to him and giving all those emotions and all those feelings back up to him. Because once you have done that, he's able to come into your heart so much better than you have ever expected. You will be able to receive so much fuller from him and it will be a, a receiving that you've never felt before because there was something in your heart that was there before but now it is gone and you'll just be able to receive from him so much better. Which leads me on to my next point. Because you have opened your heart to God, you are now able to receive from him so much better. You are able to have a more close and intimate relationship with him, which is, I don't know about you, but that's a really good thing. It's not just having a relationship that you now and then go see him. It's a relationship that you seek for him every single day of your life, every waking minute of your life, because when you receive from God, you receive something powerful and something that will change your life forever. And receiving a power like that is absolutely amazing. And I want you to trade it for the world to just receive God's grace, love, and mercy is, it's just mind-blowing that he, he, can, he can give that to me. The fact that I can't even look at him, but he can give me something that will fill me and that will change my heart forever. And I just, I just love that about God. He puts aside all those things that you have done wrong, all those things that you're ashamed of, and he just looks at your heart. He just sees what's there and he removes it. He just receives, he just sees, sorry, he just sees what's in your heart and sees what's bad. You'll say, forget it, because I did it all. I paid the price, and I love you. And you can receive from me, and you'll get the gift from me, because you are my child, and you are a son to me, or a daughter to me, 
and that is an amazing experience that we can have and we can get from God, which is amazing. It says in Ephesians 3.19, and to know that and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the Messiah of all his fullness. Isn't it? It's amazing when God can fill you, honestly. God will fill you until your cup runs over, and that is an experience that I personally long for constantly, because that means no room for sin, or doubt, or feeling guilty, ashamed, or just finding that I can't forgive someone because God is constantly filling me. Because he's filled that void in my heart that was maybe, I don't know, you're feeling broken, you're feeling hurt, ashamed, that he's been able to change you for the better, that he's been able to fill you up and give you the things that you need in your life, which is an amazing experience, which I've experienced through this process. I've been able to receive fuller from God and I feel so much more at peace. I feel less stressed. And I feel that God has, is changing me for the better and he's changing me in new ways. And that was all because I just opened up my heart to God. All because I didn't harden it and I just lifted, him up, lifted, lifted all my emotions up to him. Which was something that I really needed to do because I've been going through a really hard time and it's been really hard. And it was really helpful when Mark shared that the devil is taking stuff from us. Because on Wednesday, a really good friend of mine, um, uh, he died by a car accident and the devil's always taking stuff from us and it's just I don't know if sorry if I didn't have God in my life and if he didn't fill me I don't think I could be doing this because that was heartbreaking because he was like a brother to me he was so nice and honestly he was one of the nicest presents I know and for the devil just to take him away like that, it was really hard and really hurtful, but I know he's with the Lord and I know he's in a better place now and that he'll be able to see the Lord for what he is and how good he is, so yeah. But also, we've got to rejoice in the Lord because we can fixate, we can fixate ourselves so much on looking at bad times that it will rob our joy. It will rob our joy every single day. We'll feel so much stress. We'll feel uneven. We'll feel hurtful. And if we don't rejoice to the Lord, it, it, you won't be spending time with Him. You'll be spending time thinking, how am I going to get this done? Why am I so stressed? Why is this happening to me? You just need to take time with Him and spend time with Him. And that brings me to my next point, rejoicing. It is such an important that we rejoice to the Lord. One, because you're praising the Lord, and who doesn't want to praise the Lord? Am I right? And two, it's not just praising the Lord. You're also giving yourself time to reflect on what he's done in your life. You're, it's a time that you can take and look back and say, thank you, Lord, for what you've done. Thank you, Lord, for healing my heart and filling me full of Father. Thank you for everything you've done in my life and everything that you're going to do. And that's a time that is priceless, priceless, because you'll... The things that you'll get out of it is absolutely amazing. And I just thank the Lord that he's done that this week. That he's been preparing me and stirring my heart just so I could rejoice with him. And thank you, Lord, saying, Jesus, you didn't have to die for me. You didn't, you didn't have to do anything for me, but you did. And we want to thank you, that Father. Because he's a good, good father. And we love him so much. And I love him so much. And he's just so good to me. And that 
His love is never-ending. You can do so many bad things, so many bad things, and His love will still be there for you. Even when you're rejoicing and you feel bad, His love is still there for you. Because it says in Psalms 136, verse 2 to 3, Give thanks to the God of God, His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords, His love endures forever. Just think about that. Anything you've done wrong, any time you've done something wrong, His love endures forever. Even through your hard times, even through your bad times, even when you didn't want Him there, His love was still there for you. Even when you walked away from Him, His love was still there for you. Even when you rejected Him, His love was still there for you. Even when you were in the corner crying, and you thought no one was there with you, he was there with you because his love endures forever. And he is a God that loves you forever and ever and ever. He has unconditional love for you and he is a God that can change your life for the better. Which is, that is a love that is unspeakable. It is a love that we've never seen or heard before because there is only one person and that one person is God. And once you've let him in your life and you've opened up your heart to him, he can change you <laughs> in so many ways that you didn't think he did before because he just loves you. It's like he is a father that has, has had a child and that the child can do so many wrong things through his life, but he'll sit there and say, it's the right son, because I love you. It's the right daughter, because I love you. Do you know why? Because you are the one special person in this world that I'd do anything for. And absolutely priceless. And that's something we can't trade for anything because he's such a good, good Lord to us and I just I I treasure that deeply that he can love me forever and ever even through my hard times and even through my low times that he's always there for me and helping me which is something that is really really helpful which leads me on to my last point this is one of the hardest but most important at the same time which is repeating Repeating this process is a really, really important thing to do because life, come on, we all know, life goes on and we won't always go to God first. And there'll be things in our hearts that do happen and we'll bury them down and our hearts will harden again and we just need to lift them back up to God. And within doing that process, you're also coming more closer or intimate to Him, which is something which is absolutely amazing. But if you don't repeat this process, you are, you are sinning and you're just not letting... Lord God back into your life which can be really devastating and can be hurtful to you because you will see the effects of not letting the Lord into your heart over and over again when you have done this kind of stuff because you might feel guilty again or you might feel broken hearted or unloved again and it's really important that we just keep on pressing on to God and God helping us so yeah so basically I encourage you just to Spend time with God, have an intimate relationship with Him and see where He can take me because He's taken me so far. I remember the first day I came here, there was a guy, I'm going to embarrass him now, Matthew. Didn't know him, never seen him. The first time there and he prophesied over my life. <laughs> and I was like, what? God, what are you doing? Because I was really weak in my faith, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't, church was something I, I, I just went to. It was something going through the motions. And 
Eve really encouraged me that day to seek God's presence and seek Him. And that was all because I opened up my heart to Him. And all because I gave all the feelings and emotions that I was hurting back up to God. And that is why I'm here today, standing in front of you and preaching the Word. Just telling you what God has done in my life and how we can change yours for the better. And that is amazing, if I think about it. That I can come this far, but I haven't changed as in physical appearance, but emotionally and spiritually. That God can change you in any single way that you can think of. He is a God that is loving and caring. A God that will never leave you or forsake you and be with you in your hard times and your low times. And I just thank God for that and I just want to pray. Yeah, Lord, I just want to thank you for everyone here. That they'll be able to open their hearts, Father. That their hearts won't be hardened. That they'll be able to listen to you. That they'll be able to seek your presence and have a more intimate relationship with you, Father. I just want to thank you for every single one, every single person in here, Father, that we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. And that we can come to you about anything and that you'll love us forever, Father. That you have this unconditional love for us, Father. And that whatever we're going through or whatever is, whatever is going on in our lives, Father, that you'll always be with us and you'll always help us. I just want to pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have any questions or queries, or if you want to challenge me, please, please do come ahead. Thank you, guys.